Hey guys, this week's episode is brought to you by Pretty P Apothecary. It is time to take charge of your box and you can do so now by heading on over to prettyjewelsbox.com. That's right, we're giving you guys a promo code over there for 15% off of your next purchase. Um, if you were able to get a hold of the third installment of the official box owner subscription box, Pretty P Apothecary hooked us up with some of those pH test strips. Yeah, baby. Now I know we know our pH is off sometimes because it feel a little different, maybe smell a little different, but now you can actually have your very own pH test strips that help you with knowing where you fall on that pH scale. Now again, head on over to prettyjewelsbox.com. Use our promo code BOXOWNER and get 15% off. That's pretty, P-R-E-T-T-I, Jules, G-E-W-E-L-S, box.com. Using promo code BOXOWNER, getting 15% off. Yes, let them know we sent you. Now let's get on with the show. I feel like I could not talk about vaginal health at all until I was probably near the end of college. Just I grew up in an environment where, you know, you couldn't even really say vagina. 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 What is there to be afraid about? It's a body part. Come on, just say it. Say vagina. Hey guys, welcome to yet another episode of Period Sis. I'm your host, Mandy B. This is brought to you by none other than the official box owner, y'all already know, but it is also brought to you by Pretty P Apothecary, who is sponsoring this week's episode. So I'm super excited. We are talking today with the founder of Pretty P. And guys, you are in for a good one because yet again, we are learning some things that for whatever reason, we don't know about the pH, how to track it, how to figure it out, and what you can use to really be up on your feminine hygiene and health. Guys, it's another episode of Periasis, and it is another tale of womanhood for women by women. Hi, Morgan. Thank you so much for joining us hey. today on Periasis. Guys, I am joined today by Morgan Polk, who is the founder and CEO of Pretty P Apothecary. And if you guys were able to get your hands on the third box installation of official box owner in our subscription boxes, she is the founder and the brand owner of those cute little pH strips that you guys were like, wait, this is a thing? pH strips is a thing? I can check it just like anything else? wait, how do I do this? So we're going to get into talking, Morgan, about how you even learned about pH balance strips. But before there, let's start off as we always do with you introducing yourself, a little bit about yourself and your journey through womanhood and your pH. (laughs) All right. Yeah, we can get started on that. So, hey, y'all, my name is Morgan Polk. Um, I'm originally from Portland, Oregon. And my journey to Pretty Fee Apothecary started when I moved to L.A., but before that, just coming into womanhood and out of puberty was very difficult because I was also an athlete. So any of those like student athletes out there that definitely had to shop in the men's hygiene section, I feel you. <laughs> like. I feel you, but it all honestly started once I was a child and I didn't know how to wipe 
properly. Like, I did not know how to wipe properly. My mom would tell me, the doctor would tell me, but I just (laughs) wasn't getting it. It's from front to back. Back to front. Front to side to side. Okay. Okay, well, let's start there. There was a conversation, and I think we get it early. The conversation is how to wipe, specifically as a woman. I don't even know if men wipe, but this ain't about them. (laughs) So... I guess let's talk about that. What was the conversation regarding how you should wipe and why that became a conversation with between you and your mom and you and a doctor? I constantly was getting UTIs as a kid. I was constantly getting UTIs. And I remember it so vividly. And I have like a scientific brain. So it was part of that too that I was just like, wait a minute. So you're telling me if I'm I'm wiping, but I'm not wiping a certain way. So you're telling me I'm going to get a UTI every time. So after that, I like low key, like started being like, okay, let me try this again. And it like became like a little experiment. Like, why does this happen? And the answers I would get were just very vague to me. Like, it was just like, right. you know, it just happened. So then after we conquered the UTI problem and I finally learned how to wipe properly, you know, once no, you get give us older, the steps. Give us the steps. Literally, be, a, a young girl could be listening, not knowing she's wiping her vagina the wrong way. So, what what is the right way? Can you let us know, the Morgan? The right, the right way, way. The right way is back to front, and that is because I mean front to back. Sorry, there we go. There front we go. Front to back. Yes, and that is because you do not want to get the feces, the bacteria from your butt into your vagina. Correct. Because you will start burning, you know. One time I got a UTI just um I think after sports and then waiting to get home to take a shower, getting UTI literally peed on myself in traffic on the way to the doctor. Mom's car smelled like piss. Oh no. She was pissed. Pissing <laughs> for breeze cuz after this I'm like fuck she's going to kiss she's going <laughs> to kick my ass, you know? So it was like then it was like, okay, I know how to wipe properly. Now it's literally going home after volleyball, track practice, dance practice. Not, I can't even wait anymore. I have to do it. You know, no one wants to shower at school. No one wants right. to shower at the gym. But it became a need to even now, like, I have to shower at the gym because sitting in that, you know, you go get food, you go do other things, and you're sitting at lights, you're sitting in traffic. And all of that bacteria is building up inside of you. And since it's your vagina, it's in a dark space. It's under you. It's moist. It's warm. Bacteria is is growing. (laughs) Bacteria is growing by the second. As you're sitting at that light, it's growing by the second in the morning. You might have to pee really bad in the middle of the night. You know, it comes so fast. So it was like, after that, I'm like, okay, this being a girl thing is. Is, is something else it's a science experiment like what is going on down there so from UTIs it went to yeast infections but when like with the UTIs they weren't giving me the um the explanation I gave you of you're getting feces and bacteria from your butt into your vagina right They're they not just told that. you women just get UTIs you just get a UTI when you're not wiping the, the right way or, you know, if you're wearing underwear too long. Or too or, tight or you're not getting out of your sweatshirt. Yes, but those. I wasn't getting the scientific facts of why. Now, if I would have heard I'm getting poop into my vagina 
as a kid, then I'm like, okay, that makes sense. But to me, I'm wiping, I'm using the tissue, but you are not telling me that I'm physically getting poop into my vagina. (laughs) That was it. That was it. And when I finally figured that out, it was kind of like, well, ding dong. But it's kind of like as a five-year-old kid getting UTIs and your mom's just telling you, that's just what happens. And the doctor's just like, yeah, just watch her, make sure. And it's just like, he's not telling her either. She's getting poop into her vagina. So you learned that later, but you also mentioned there was a battle with yeast infections. Did that come later on? Yeast infections, my mother would get, and it would be the same. Women, that was women just get them. That's just what you get. That's just what happens. Um, it wasn't even till I got older that I started learning that, oh, when she was with my dad, she constantly got BV every time they would have sex. These are things I did not know growing up. Who You knew you had BV. I didn't know what a BV was until I worked at a hospital. Right, right. You know, right, I didn't right. know that until I worked at a hospital in the lab. And, you know, lab technicians are telling me, this is what BV is. This is what people are asking about. This is the medication they'll need. And it wasn't until what? I'm 27, 28. And to be, and to be very fair, I can't recall ever a conversation with my mom about a yeast infection or BV or her, her experience with them. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's just kind of one of those things. One day you go to school and you're like, hmm. I kind of stink. What is that? And you just got to hope you stop stinking. I don't yeah. like that. There's no, who knows? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So it was just kind of like, okay, I just knew my mom would go get this cream or these suppositories, lay on the ground, use the applicator to put it in, you know? And then one time I'm itchy down there. She's like, oh, you probably have a yeast infection. I'm like, okay, well, I'm, all I'm noticing is, extra itching like I'm not seeing the cottage cheese discharge I'm not seeing that so I'm just like well how do I know like because one I don't like putting this stuff up me because I don't know what it is right I have a creamy mess down here you know what I'm saying I mean I don't like that, that but also there's a little insecurity uh specifically amongst teenagers too yes there's bv there's yeast and as adults we're aware of it but you I remember an itchy coochie or a smelly coochie specifically being tied to an STD. So then if you were having sex and your parents didn't know, now you're a little embarrassed because now you, you think you caught something sexually. I have the stories, honey. The first time I lost my virginity and got chlamydia. That's my, that's my I literally lost it to a little hoe and (laughs) got chlamydia. Like, and he knew he he knew he took my virginity girl he still found a way to try to flip it on me and you know that was shut up so that was two traumas at once you know what i'm saying so it's kind of like believe me i have had the trials and tribulations of literally being a woman and having sex with these men because they don't care they don't get it And it's always on you. I feel like hygiene has become a gender specific word to women at some point where it's just kind of like they expect us to be clean. If there's a stench, it has to be us where it's like, no, it could be you. Or every time I'm having sex with you. you. Yes. 
Yes, or you caused it. So I guess let's get into then your professional background. You said you were working at a hospital, and that's where you started learning, I guess, the scientific terminology surrounding yeast infections, BV, and all of these things involving not only you staying in a swimsuit too long or, you know, all of these other things, you really mm-hmm. got into how often women get them and what the causes are and what the solutions are. Mm-hmm. Can you talk to us about what that was like getting in there and learning as an adult? This is really what it was. You know, I worked in the OBGYN department a lot as well. So I would constantly okay. say, I build relationships with a lot of the women that were coming in every week with the same vaginal issues and they're literally checking in and coming back in the next 10 minutes already turned around from the doctor because they don't know what's wrong. Let's just watch it. I'm never hearing, are you, what type of water are you drinking? Are you taking vitamins? Are you taking probiotics to the point, you know, when you're working at a hospital and you do this work, you know, there's a barrier there and you don't want to cross a line. Right. Where it got to the point where one, I knew I was about to quit and I was tired of seeing these women like crying because they're back at the doctor. They're paying another copay. You know, they're paying for more antibiotics. Yep. You know, whether it's the generic brand or the real brand. Right. Because they're always going to give you the generic first. And it's so unfortunate, too, that I mean, through doing this podcast, I've had conversations with so many women and what you're saying is a lot of times them, like a lot of women say they've had to go and see three, four five different doctors before they're even really given a a real explanation as to what they're feeling or what they're going through. So the fact that you working in an OBGYN department, you know, the, Mm -hmm. the department of the hospital and you're saying women are coming in saying something ain't right down there and they're coming, they're leaving within 10 minutes. You're, I mean, that's a problem because that and is, their priority was pregnant women. I mean, OBGYN uh, okay. priority a lot was pregnant women, but you, I got a lot of pregnant women who are getting <laughs> yeast infections. They're still getting these things. They're yes. still getting UTIs. Yes. You know, some women are having STDs while trying to have a baby. Right. So I'm dealing with women with like etern- internal sicknesses that are never going to go away and they're trying to comfortably have a baby and they're mm-hmm. not really told how that can happen. You know, women aren't given the option voluntarily about doulas. You they're know, not, right? you right. have to go searching for um, a holistic doctor or nurse practitioner. That's a private pretty much practice. And a lot of them aren't respected in their space right? in the medical field because a lot of, I had a nurse practitioner um, that used to refer clients to me because even her being in her profession, yes, she was a holistic um, practitioner. She's still a, a, um, a salesman for, you know, pharmaceutical companies because you working at the facility that you're working at still has to sell these antibiotics to right. your patients. So she would have to go on the side and refer them to me, whether it be for the suppositories or even for the pH strips, both the wash, because 
you're only giving honey pot or everything else. And I mean, we've talked about this too, uh, with a few of our past partners, like even summer's Eve or a lot of the, the brands that you can buy in your local pharmacies, they're made and manufactured and produced and created by white men who know yes. absolutely nothing about yes. what is going on in our vaginas. And I mean, I had a, a, a very early experience with suppositories that scared me forever. It was a suppository that was supposed to make it smell good down there. And bitch, when I tell you whole vagina burning, whole, <gasps> whole like I was like, it scared me from suppositories, but it was the cream suppository, kind of oh like the, with the modest. Yeah, so it was like lotion probably in there. Like couldn't even sleep with my, my, my boyfriend at the time. And I was, I was maybe like 18, 17 or 18. I was young. So I was still just like, mm -hmm. well, I, I know I want it to smell good. I know I, I haven't had much <laughs> sex, but I know I didn't want to smell. I needed it to be wet. And there was like these little suppositories in the aisle. And I wish to this day, I can remember what brand it was, but it, to the point where, like, even if when I get yeast infection, I'm calling my doctor yeah. to, prescri to prescribe me antibiotics only because even monostat scares me. I, I'm i scarred. I'm scarred from scares me suppository applicator, creamy type of substances. It scares me. Anyways, yep. UTIs, yeast infections, BV, all of these problems that happen with us do stem mm -hmm from imbalanced pH. So a lot of times, well, there's a whole lot of things, but I do want to get into that mm -hmm. conversation and your journey yeah. with figuring out the balance of the pH and how it, how it affects you. PH. And then let's get into how to use those strips, but let's start first with your professional and personal experience with balancing your pH. Balancing pH, well, <laughs> that is something that came actually very new into okay. my 20s because I wasn't explained the pH balance. I wasn't explained the vaginal flora. I went to school and graduated in biology. I had to take anatomy. I had to take all of these things that I never once learned about during that whole five years. Oh, wow. <laughs> okay. So, um, I didn't learn about those things. You know, I'm learning about jaundice. I'm learning about those things. But through my matriculation in college, I didn't learn about pH balance, balance, vaginal floor and stuff. That came from literally reading, reading on the internet, trying to figure out what's wrong with me. Wow. And then through that and then through Instagram, because there's so many workers that work in this field that I had to learn from in posts, you know, even about endometriosis and stuff like that. I learned about that through posts. And, you know, at your job, you when you work at a hospital, you can't just go of through people's not. files <laughs> and be like, okay, what's this? I see she got that. Like, what's that? Right. You know what I'm saying? So it was honestly, you know, building relationships with other medical professionals. There are doctors out there that will give you, you know, natural remedies to things like that. But there's not a lot and there's not a lot of resources for them. So honestly, PA strips came to me from my aunt. She turned 50 and she made me know that that is something that women 50 and up want to know because they're going okay. through menopause. You know, they're still sexually active and they tend to notice 
you know, the changes in their bodies more because they've lived with it for 50 plus years. And I never had really thought about how your pH balance changes throughout, throughout the day, the month, the week, <laughs> throughout the week, your throughout the month, you know, during ovulation, after your cycle, before your cycle. So, you know, a lot of people get an itchy coochie during their cycle, after their cycle. You know, um, a lot of people notice changes in their vagina um, during ovulation. I have and to let my man sex. know. Hey, don't clock the dryness. There's some days we're going to have to use lube. There's some days that I'm going to be a water yep. fountain flowing. And I said it has nothing to do with me being attracted to you or me being in the mood. I said my vagina and its wetness literally will change depending on the time of the month. And I'm learning that literally. too. Like, so even to be able to have a partner to discuss that, like if it's dry, we just got to use the lube on the end table, baby, because as a woman, we we even have very little control with the wetness of our vagina when it comes to yes. the pH and everything else. <laughs> yes. And I had and I once I moved to L.A., that was probably about three years ago. I moved. I moved during forest fires. I had moved in with my boyfriend. Um, we had moved in with his family. We were Okay. All over the place. And I was drinking, you know, I'm in LA, I'm partying. And my boyfriend at the time was very vocal. So he would be like, look, it's not right. And I'd be like, okay. But also I had a piercing okay. down there, which was radiating like right. a metal smell. Because I couldn't change it. I mean, I had it since I was like fresh out of high school being grown and <laughs> he would be like no it smells like metal like it, it has to be your piercing it smells like metal and we we went to the piercing shop like had to walk through people getting tattoos and stuff and they know what I'm there for because they're like what is she like what is she getting done y'all right. gotta go to the back room like what you know had to have this man take pliers and taking off and after that it was like instantly like my vagina felt like okay. it was free like, as if there was, like, a metal invisible shield over it that it was just, like, as soon as it was gone, it was, like, oof. And he was, like, it already smells better. Like, it already smells better. And I'm, like, are you serious? And I had a friend who had told me that I was to go get it with. And she had taken hers out. She was, like, because I feel like my vagina smells like metal. And I'm, girl, I don't know what you're talking about. This thing but is popping, okay? You didn't have a partner that was willing to be vocal with you and tell you, eh, and I do know men who will keep on going back to something that they know is not balanced, that does not because smell that know, good. They're I just going to make sure they're fake. But we also know men will fuck a chicken sandwich. So exactly, so that's probably why too. <laughs> so you remove the piercing and then you talk to your aunt who is 50, who also mentioned these pH strips. When did you feel like? Yeah, okay, she mentioned let me include this even because you're you're not going through menopause, I assume. So, so what made no. you feel like this was something you should incorporate into your routine? Because I was thinking about this time, these years that I had spent living with my boyfriend, that it was kind of like maybe if I had these, I would have known what was going on with me. Because yes. Your pH can be 
off balance and you have no symptoms, your discharge is normal, it's clear. But sometimes that's the time that we need to check it the most because we know the signs of, okay, it's brown, okay, it's probably blood, you know, or something else is going on. If it's too much, then you might need to go to the doctor. It might be cervical cancer. Mm. You know, we know if it's yellow, if it's, you know, that cottage cheese, it might be a yeast infection, it might be an STD, you know, with itching, burning, you know, we pretty much know those signs because we see those a lot. But it's the times where we don't sense anything. Like they always say, you could have STD. And then that's the thing too. There's uh, things like chlamydia. Uh, If you don't have all the symptoms of chlamydia and you have it for too long, it can actually affect your fertility and and what's going on with your ovaries and and have those long lasting effects um so i i love that you do it and again if you guys received the third box let's get into the ph strip let's get into how often someone should use it how they should incorporate it what the different colors mean even if you want to get into that let's talk about these pretty p apothecary ph strips let's talk about it So we have the pH strips. It comes with 20 strips inside of them. And I wanted to make them really specific, make sure they're really clear, make sure you're using the right materials when you are doing this. Um, I always suggest before and after sex to use these, to check your pH before you have sex and after you have sex, especially if your man is nutting inside. I would definitely do that if you're constantly getting head <laughs> you need look right, keep these by the bedside with the use it. Like, like seriously um before and after your uh period for sure check your ph ph balance before and after your period just because you know your cycles are different they vary you know they will also tell you have you been drinking enough water what have you been eating? You know, cramps will tell you that because the cramps are literally your body trying to detox all of the toxins right. that you have built up that month in that 28 days. So with these pH strips, you can okay. kind of regulate, you know, what you're putting in and out of your body. So if you know for the whole month I've been detoxing, I've been drinking my water, um, you know, maybe I've been refraining from sex or I've been making sure this man has been on the right track because if you have a partner, make sure your partner has kind of the same health regimen diet as you because people, you know, they get horny after they come out, you know, come from dinner and you have to think you still got that food on your tongue, that steak, that filet mignon, that lamb, you still got that on your tongue. So as much as you want to get down and dirty, and rip everything off of each other, go go wash your tongue, scrape your tongue, get a metal tongue scraper, because you got to think, some, some people is hitting the booty, and then they going back up, you know, when they're giving you head. I mean, how many women wake up after a one-night stand or something like that, and you got a UTI? Okay. I have a friend, we reaching 30 years old, and she just figured, I just told her about a year ago, you have to pee after sex. She said, what? Wait. She didn't know that. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie. I actually told my man, and because he goes rounds, mm-hmm. so if we have a long enough break between mm-hmm. the rounds, I'd be like, "Babe, I gotta get up and gotta, I gotta go use the bathroom." Like, yes. even if I don't have to, I'll sit on the toilet and just 
really focus and try to piss just because I'm like, I, I did. I just had a UTI after a too fun trip in Miami and I was like, Oh, it was great sex, but I know I, I was drunk and I wasn't doing what I needed to do. Mm-hmm. And that quick. And I've been with my man for now a year, never experienced a UTI mm-hmm. until that Miami trip. And it was because... Yeah, and also it could be the mix of liquor, the sex. It's right. everything. We're not thinking about that in the moment. We're not thinking about that lit. We're not thinking about none of that. But, you know, you always see those women with everything in their bag because that's what they be ready for. They be ready for anything. But I would definitely say get a metal tongue scraper, okay. not the plastic ones. Plastic things are porous. So everything that you're scraping off or staying in those pores. So like I said, liquors, smoking, you know, a lot of partying, going to the gym, like I said, and, you know, going to run errands after, go home sis or shower at the gym, you know, make sure you have your herbal washings, you have everything, shoot, even bring some, um, you know, you can buy all natural detergents and soaps now spray that thing down morgan say someone isn't having a lot of sex say someone is single or isn't really dating isn't having a lot of sex when should they then be using the ph strips um if it's not before and after sex or before and after their cycle what other times can someone use these strips to check their ph i would even use them if you're using toys okay but you also want to make sure your toys are clean. Make sure you are cleaning your toys because if you are pleasuring yourself and you're not sexually active with a live dick or anything or a live vagina, then that is for sure the time. But also women need to make sure that they know men get yeast infections as well. You know, there's yeast that build up on, you know, around their shaft and stuff like that. So, you know, be mindful. And that's why I said you kind of have to um, synchronize you guys' health schedules and how you guys eat. You know, if one person is trying to be healthy and one person doesn't care, make sure that most of the meal is the same, you know, so that you guys aren't too far off. You know, one person might be eating meat, another person might eat fish or, you know, something like that. But most of the meal is the same. Not one person is eating a salad and the other person is eating a Big Mac. Right. What are you putting into your body daily that could affect your pH balance? So it's not all about being sexually active. Understood. So someone, uh, Mm -hmm. one of the box owners received their box. They want to try out these pretty pea apothecary Mm -hmm. pH strips. What are the colors? How do they know if they're balanced? How do they know if they're not balanced? Okay, so we have a little chart back here. And it starts off love it. from the color indicator pH um, 3.0 to a 5.5. You want to stay in the 4.0 to 4.5 range. That is normal. But do not be scared if you go off to the 5.0, 5.5. Think of what time it is during the month for you. And also okay. I've had women ask, can men use it? Men have discharge inside of their dicks. They know what a swab feels like. Swab it. Put it on the strip. Why not? Why Why not? You know, check and see, is he leaking? What's going on? Does he have an infection? Because a lot of men, they don't get symptoms when they have something. They might have a little itch or right. something. But if you're an active guy, it might be you just think you got sweaty balls. We 
make right. sure. And also all salts can be bacteria filled when it comes from sweat and stuff. So that's just something to check. So here's just the pH indicator with the instructions below. Make sure you have some cotton swabs, Q-tips available so that you're able to swab inside your vagina and then put on the tip of the pH strip. And they have a little yellow or like green square where you put it because a lot of women are like, where do I swab it at? It's not turning colors. So make sure you're putting it on the side and the end where it has the small square that's like yellow or green. And when you swab it on there, it'll pretty much give you a um, result in about three seconds. And, you oh, know, wow. I get a lot of women that at first they're like, I keep on getting blue or I keep on getting green. Like, are they working? But they'll get that one time during the month where they'll be like, okay, it was a different color. And I'm like, yeah, girl. Or my friend, her man left, went off to work. He works um, like on boats or something. And while he was there, she noticed that she was, she was blue because she was sexually active. He's gone now. She's green. She's in the green. Oh, wow. Clear. Clear. <laughs> now, now, at any point, should someone be alarmed with any of the colors? I was... Or go into immediate action to, to change something they're doing? I would definitely... What's the color? If you are too blue or you are too yellow, definitely yellow for too long. You are probably definitely too basic. You're not getting enough acid. You might be, That might be an indication that you're dry. And you might not have any discharge at all. So if you're noticing that you are dry, you're not getting any discharge, whether it's from pleasure, um, it's very dry, um, maybe even a little bit itchy, but not itchy because anything's going on down there. Um, you also want to make sure, you know, a lot okay. of people like to spray down there. A lot of people like to put oils down there. <laughs> make sure that they don't contain any harsh perfumes or anything like that for scents. You know what's crazy? I remember growing up, and I, I'm hoping a lot of you adults are not doing this now, but going out, you getting ready to go to the club. I don't know how many of y'all going to the club. If you live in Atlanta, you going to the club. But it used to be the behind mm -hmm. the ear on top of the head in case a man is right. taller than you. <laughs> you yep. know what I mean? So this is, when they, this is for when they whisper to you. And what's crazy is I remember, myself included, mm -hmm. make sure you spray down there as well. And if you have a dress or you have a skirt, what you're doing is putting toxic chemicals first off but fragrance in an area that if there's a smell or whether there's not a smell don't put a body spray mm -hmm. or any sort of perfume or fragrance because how many of us did it in person. high school we about to go to the mall we did it we about to go to the dance we about to go everywhere we spraying down there like a like an idiot like a whole like, dummy like a whole like dummy. A whole so dummy. when it was like so brought to me that I needed these pH's, my aunt's like, yeah, like definitely her as an older woman, she needs. And I said, well, definitely my whole ass needed. Like I'm, I'm out here, I'm drinking, I'm partying, you know, and I'm right. noticing that after it's kind of like, I don't want to do nothing. You know, we've all been in the place where a guy asks us to come over and no, I'm on my period. No, I can't. Knowing we want to get it popping, but we cannot. And it's a, just a part of right. confidence. You know, it, you know, great confidence. And, and just communi communication. communicating. So I was lucky to have a boyfriend that communicated that with me. Like, something not right. 
but it helped me and him take the steps to a better sexual lifestyle and you know right. you notice the differences when you start implementing all of these steps and I would say these be the first because these could save you from paying a copay at the doctor you know right now if if you guys were not able to get your hands on this third box installation, of course, stay tuned. You guys heard a promo code before the episode started. I'm going to give you guys some some more, you know, information about pH after in our stats and facts portion of the show. But Morgan, before we get off out of here, outside of your pH strips, what other products do you have available and where can our listeners get them? So I have everything available from intimate washes, which are great for men and women, especially those couples who they clearly probably use the same thing. Um, and I have bar soap for those that has a charcoal deep clean, you know, it's exfoliating. So that's great. Even for those ladies that get waxes, you know, you need to exfoliate after that wax so you're not getting those ingrown hairs. That's what the washes are great for. Body oils that can be interchangeably used as lubricants. They're oil-based with some aloe so that you are not messing up your pH with the chemical-filled KY gels and stuff like that. Gels are very, mm -hmm. gels are very acidic. So you're definitely probably going to have an off pH after that. Um, also, the boric acid suppositories, which are great, like Mandy has, um, you know, yes, they're essential you. to have <laughs> in your purse, in your medicine cabinet, you know, before and after your period and stuff like that. And we also have the herbal blends, which are great for yawning, steaming. Awesome. And, you know, as an herbal tea, a lot of people, you know, they're not with the yawning, steaming. But like I said, what, what goes in your mouth usually comes out your vagina. So helping to detox your body with those herbs, with those natural herbs will help to also detox your vagina, you know, help with bloating, cramping and stuff like that. And then also some I love, love products like bath salts and, come on, you know, come on, love products. you know, if you're looking for a nice herbal bath, you know, after a long week, we got that stuff too. I need to, I'll actually be purchasing <laughs> those. Me and my partner, I, he's been, he actually just ran me a bath uh, the other Ooh. night when he left and there was Epsom salt peroxide and some apple cider vinegar. You know, he tore my ass up. Uh, so, Morgan, thank you so, oh, website. so, so very much. Oh, anything website. else? Website. www.prettyjewelsbox.com. That's P-R-E-T-T-I. And also Instagram at loveprettyp. P-R-E-T-T-I again for the pretty part. So. And guys, you can get that information in the description of this episode. Um, and again, Morgan, thank you so much. This was fun. Look, we don't went over. I, know. <laughs> I loved the stories that you told. And again, y'all stay tuned for some stats and facts because I'm talking pH, of course, and things that you can use. And a little bit also more information on the use of pH strips. And I hope that you guys all enjoyed it for those of you who were able to get your box. If you didn't, there is a promo code for you to go on over to pretty jewels yes. box pretty prettyjewelsbox.com i have a promo code for you to use so you can not only support a black business a woman owned business but you can get your motherfucking pussy yes. right morgan thank you again so much for joining me and you guys stay tuned bye, bye. morgan 
What a fun and informative conversation. Again, I want to shout out to Pretty P Apothecary for partnering with the number three box. Look at me, number three. The third box of the official box owner subscription box that just launched last month. I hope all of you guys who got your box enjoyed it. And if you were not able to and you're like, wait, I want to try out these pH test strips. I want to support a black-owned, woman-owned business in this space who's helping me get my box right. Again, go on over to prettyjewelsbox.com and use our promo code BOXOWNER to save 15% off. As always, before we get out of here, I wanted to leave you guys off with a few stats and facts. And I thought it was only right to talk about the steps to test your body pH, okay? Um, Of course, the number one step, duh, obtain pH test paper, which again, if you are able to get the third box, you have your pH test strips. Here are some other, other steps. Test in the morning. First thing in the morning, if possible, after six hours of sleep without getting up to urinate, get a test strip or tear off a three-inch piece of paper. Either urinate directly on the paper or collect the urine in a cup and dip the paper into the urine. Please note that first morning urine is the most valuable pH reading according to research. If you can't go six hours without getting up to urinate, then just test the first urine in the morning when you get up to get ready. Um, Of course, on the back of your paper, there's also... um, the instructions to how to read your results. Um, As the test paper is moistened, it will take on a color. The color relates to the acid or alkaline state of your urine and ranges from a yellow to a dark blue. Um, Then, of course, if you look into it, make sure that you look up how to really read this test strip. You want to make sure that you are familiar with the results. I mean, we all know What happens when we pee on a stick? You get one line and you get two. It says pregnant or not pregnant. And if you sit here and do your pH strips, you definitely want to make sure you are reading it right. Um, It does no good if you don't really know what you're looking at. So make sure you do the research um, that, that lets you know what those colors actually mean. And also make sure that you monitor your body's pH balance over time so if you get on there and it's really really blue one day and then you notice in the next couple weeks you're more on the yellow spectrum you might want to take a look at what 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 was it that changed over this this last week to where my ph has completely did a motherfucking 180 so again ladies as we know from the bathroom to the bedroom honey if you want to be secure in yourself exude the confidence that we all deserve to exude as women because duh we run the world yes we do um it's very important to make sure you're aware of what's going on your in your body um so if you haven't make sure you get your little finger down there do a little sniff taste sniff taste smell blah blah look at me anyways i'm all over the place but yet again again super super excited to have been able to partner with yet another black owned woman owned business that is in the space to make sure we are our best self because guess what hygiene has no gender honey let's get it together Anyways, thank you guys for joining me yet for another tale of womanhood. And I'm your host, Mandy B. Until next time. Also, before next time, make sure you check out our website, officialboxowner.com. We have 
boric acid suppositories. That also helps with pH, and I'm working on doing a whole episode on boric acid. We also have apple cider vinegar gummies. We all know what of the mother does. So go ahead and get a more digestible way to get your daily dose of apple cider vinegar. We also have dope pouches over there and she orgasms, baby. Oh, yeah. We're helping you orgasm after you get that pH right over there. So go on over to officialboxowner.com. Don't forget to check out the shop. And if you haven't yet, leave a review. If you got a box, if you got a product, go ahead and support us by leaving a review. Again, I want to thank you guys for tuning in. It's yet another episode of Periods. Until next week, guys. Bye. Bye.